Hello, podcast fans. This is Falcon Paladin coming to you with another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my friend from down under. His name is Wade. And how are things today, Mr. Wade? Things are going pretty great, mate. How's it going over there? Excellent. Excellent. Very good. It is a long day at the Falcon Paladin home. Mm-hmm. Wife had some work to do this evening, so my day consisted of dropping the kids off at school, getting them ready for school, dropping them off, taking them to school, doing a full day of work, picking them up from their after-school activities, bringing them home, making sure they did their homework, making dinner, feeding them dinner, cleaning them after dinner, putting them to bed, and now I'm casting a podcast. So that's been my day. I mean, that was like 12 things. It was. So what I mean, and the kids were at school for like nine hours. What did you do? I mean, I, work. You, yeah, you went to work. I get that. But I mean, <laughs> you, you didn't really include that. It was like, yeah, I just worked. Like Everything else about your kids what? is like, well, first I have to get them out of bed and they're really sleepy in the morning. So I have to, like <laughs> everything else was precise. I need to do this, 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 this. And then it was like, yeah, and then I went to work for eight hours and then I had to go pick up my kids. Okay, I'll be a little more specific about the workday. I spent eight hours performing day number five of an extremely long regression test of our cloud environment, and it's probably the 78th time I've run this regression test. Okay. So, to me, it is super old hat and kind of boring, because, again, I've done it a million times. So I didn't feel like regaling you all with the details of how that goes. Plus, I'm not sure how many details I can share, considering... I don't know, company secrets and stuff? I don't know how this works. Probably shouldn't be super broadcasting. I mean, that. yeah, don't give us specifics. But when you say, I'm doing something I've done for the 78th time, now you're like eight and a half hours at work, right? Now seems like 16 hours because you've done it 78 times and pretty much everyone can relate to that. Yes, for sure. Everybody has something they've done a million times and are sick to death of. I had a guy come into work today. He was basically like a third-party contractor that they hired to come out and inspect for pests and stuff. And yep. he was like, so how long have you been doing this? And I'm like, well, I started at midnight. And he goes, no, 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 no. years. And I go, oh, <laughs> I've been doing this a uh, little over five years now. And he goes, and you've been starting at midnight every time? I'm like, well, for a while, I used to start at 11. <laughs> <laughs> Huge difference. Huge difference. And he goes, I don't know how you do it. Like, I can't wake up before, you know, four o'clock. And I'm like, well, I can't stay awake past six o'clock in the afternoon, like in the, in the evening, I should say. Yeah, I mean, after five years of running that schedule, it would for sure make sense Mm. that he'd be used to it. So, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I don't know. I'm not... This is kind of confusing, but I don't feel like graveyard shifts are very good for people, but... Someone's got to do them. I don't know. Someone's got to do them. And it's better, much better than switching off between a day schedule and a night schedule every couple of weeks, because that really, really throws the body out of whack. I have to. I have spoken to people who have done that, and they are just zombies, basically. Except without the brains. So it could be worse. Except without the brains. Yeah, because zombies eat brains. But except without the eating of brains. Without the eating of brains. Okay, sorry, I thought you meant zombies it? had brains. I was like, I mean, they, they do. That's how you kill them. You destroy their brains. You take their brains, and then they die. <laughs> <laughs> zombies have brains, just not. Well, they have brain. No. They just don't have brains. Uh. Correct. Man, English. English. I know. What a, what a language. Did you know it's the language of the skies? What? 
if you oh, are a pi- if you're a yes. pilot, you have to know English. Period. Yes. They don't care where you're from or where you're mm-hmm. going, or what your native language is. You learn English and you speak ling- English over the comms. End of discussion. I do yeah. know that. Mm. I did not know that. I figured. I guess I don't know what I figured because <laughs> it's not like air traffic controllers should know every language on earth, right? Like that doesn't seem totally mm. fair. And what about like crop dusters? Like, do they need to know English? Um, if you're never communicating with a traffic control tower, then I think you're okay. I think you're an exception. Fair enough. That because you're not talking to anybody. Learning English for no one's. Well, I mean, learning English is always beneficial for people who don't speak English already. I mean, there are people I work with who supposedly speak English, but I I have to constantly remind them the phrase "nobody told me nothing." is not correct oh no you're a grammar nazi just like me (laughs) i am though i strongly believe that the correct use of the english language is the only thing that keeps society from falling into extreme anarchy Mm, i know it's completely like that yep see good we're on the same page we don't have to fight about this one the person who i correct gets mad and calls me her daughter because her daughter does that to her well maybe you should just change the way you speak If your children are correcting you, maybe you want to make some life changes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds resonable. Speaking of grammar, Nazi, I will hereby pronounce things resonable. Instead of the more traditionally accepted reasonable. (laughs) I mean, can it be pronounced? How did you say it? Resonable. 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 it's a Homestar Runner holdover. Are you familiar with Homestar Runner? I've heard of it. Oh. I'm not going to tell you to watch all the Homestar Runner because there are a bajillion Homestar Runner things. Okay. But I will link you to them, and you should watch a couple when you have some time. Alrighty. So basically, the main character of Homestar Runner, it's a web cartoon series website, is the Homestar Runner. And his thing is that he's really dumb and he mispronounces words. And at first I didn't like him very much, but I think he's my favorite character after watching 800 cartoons involving these characters. And there is a, there's like one time in one of these videos that I watched 12 years ago where he pronounces the word resonable and it has stuck with me for a very long time. The brain chooses to remember very strange things. It does. It really kind of does. Odd things just pop out. Yeah, like I never said, that's real funny. Hey, brain, make a note of that so I can remember it for the rest of my life. It was just like, you know what? I think Brandon would like to have this accessible mm. for the rest of forever. And here you go. Long-term memory. Done. Oh, like why I can remember the phrase, and the best cold beer is Vic from like a <laughs> 90s ad. <laughs> it hasn't been on TV in like 20 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of which five of which I haven't watched TV. <laughs> <laughs> why can I remember this? Well, that one's a little bit more sensical because advertisers write stuff specifically to force your brain to remember it. It's a psychological trick. They have yeah. little tricks. Right. But this this came out before I was born. <laughs> That's, I mean, you should write them and be like, hey, guys, I remember this ad that I wasn't even alive for, and they will cry tears of joy. They'll be like, yes, <laughs> Maybe this is our life goal. <laughs> Maybe they will. Maybe. No, I'm serious. My grandpa was an advertiser. I've had many long discussions about advertising with him. And if somebody had told him, hey, this ad you wrote back in the 90s, I totally remember every second of it. 
And I wasn't even alive when it came out. He would just break down, <laughs> would <laughs> fall to his knees, tears cascading down his cheeks. His life's work has been attained. <laughs> Fair enough. You should absolutely take a minute and watch this video. Okay, here we go. I'm going to watch this video. Oh, it's guy's printing the news. And this guy's changing the tire on a giant construction vehicle of some sort. He needs beer. That guy needs beer. The guys on the boat don't need beer. They're already refreshed. And those guys sitting out in the middle of nowhere next to a trailer, that's pretty good. Rugby players, yes, this is very Australian now. Are they having a log chopping contest? They are. I thought that was a Canadian thing. Maybe Canadians and Australians are closer than I thought. That guy's wearing, like, a full bodysuit swimming suit. <laughs> what is happening? That guy's throwing bales of hay off a tractor. He needs a beer. I give it to him. Acceptable. Sun's going down, wearing a crocodile Dundee hat. Mm. Yeah, some, I mean, there was a team of people that spent five months and $30 million on that ad. That was a lot of work. Probably. I love YouTube comments. When men were men, the response, including the women. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make any sense, you guys, but good job. Good job anyway. People listening are like, this is great, you guys. This is fantastic <laughs> podcast action. 84, though. Yeah. This guy's digging a ditch. Yep. People need beer in Australia. We're like it's the hot. modern Egyptians. Ye yes. Except our beers are just alcoholic. They're not also nutritious. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, that's been their ad style forever, is like, look at hard Australians doing hard work, and now they need a nice cold vet. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, we'll put it in the show notes link if you really want to see this ad that's been stuck in Wade's head his entire life. Saying it's been stuck in my head is like a bad pop song, right? This is just something I can remember. Okay, it's just often being recalled. Yes, just after a hard day's work. <laughs> That's even better. Oh my gosh. I'm serious. Does this company still exist? Yes, Phoebe still exists. Send them a letter. My name is Wade, and I just would like to let you know, sir or madam in charge of this ad, I still remember the jingle. And I wasn't even live when it came out. Mm. Okay. Today in beer education with wine. <laughs> Australian beers. What's the best Australian beer? <sighs> Truthfully, I don't think any beer. Like, beer is something mm. that I can drink. But, like, at the moment, my fridge has two things in it. Which is Irish apple cider and okay. Asahi, which is a Japanese beer. What kind of Australian are you? Japanese and Irish? They're delicious. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. Um, the Japanese beer tastes very similar to like Tui's New Extra Dry. It's um, mm. for so any of the Australians close? listening. Yeah, so it's fairly close to a Tui's New, which is an okay beer. Mm. Yeah. All right. It's, it's okay. But you don't have it because. Uh, yeah. I mean. You hate your country. Now. You, sir, take that back. <laughs> Hold I your tongue. I just watched this commercial where it's like, this is the Australianist thing you can do is drink this beer and you don't drink it. So it kind of calls it into question. It was the most Australian thing you could do, do in like 1985. You're like, saying the times are changing? The times are changing. Now the mm. best thing you can do in Australia is import. <laughs> <laughs> It's 2017. You can get whatever you want from any country at any time. Mm. Take advantage. That, and Australia might not even be real, apparently. What? So, 
I found, but if you go to my Twitter, you'll find I posted a screenshot of a Facebook post where Australia is actually just a conspiracy. By whom? To what end? By the international governments of the world to make people believe that Australia is real for some reason. So that they can have an entire economy's worth of income without having an entire country. So, I have recently heard of the Finland does not exist. Okay. <laughs> Which, um, that's entertaining as well. Okay, so here we go. It's a host coax made for us to believe that Britain moved over their criminals to someplace. In reality, these criminals were loaded off the ships into the waters, drowning before they could even see land ever again. It's a cover-up. For one of the greatest mass murders in history, made by one of the most prominent empires. This is great. This is really good. Oh, yeah. If you think you've ever been to Australia, you're terribly wrong. The plane pilots are all in on this. And of all, in actuality, only flown you to islands close nearby, or in some cases, parts of South America, where they have cleared space and hired actors to act out as real Australians. This is amazing. See, when you get your pilot's license, you have to learn English and Australian. Yes. Yes. And you're yeah. brought in on the Australian thing. Yeah, the Illuminati has to officially decree your pilot's license. They bring you in, tell you it's not real. And I think there's like some sort of royalty, like you get a cut, maybe, to keep you. That sounds like, hush nice. Hush. Yeah. yeah, hush money on board. So speaking of things that are Australian, have you tried Vegemite Blend 17? Uh, Vegemite, yes. What's Blend 17? Is that coffee? Is that like that instant coffee? Uh, nope. It's a spread. Here, I will link it to you. Please. I heard about this on the radio, actually. American radio was like, new Vegemite. And they're like, we're still not going to try it. Because uh, <laughs> Americans are wimps. I've not tried this. You haven't even heard of it? No, I'd never even heard of it. Doing a better job advertising it here than in Australia. That's crazy. Of course, you don't watch television, so... Yeah, I mean, I work in the supermarket, though, where they sell the stuff. Oh, yeah. You didn't have a meeting about the new Vegemite? <laughs> no, we didn't have a meeting about the new Vegemite. What? <laughs> Could all the staff please gather at the front of the store? We have new Vegemite. It Vegemite. tastes the same. There's a three-hour training video about the new Vegemite. <laughs> the dudes don't have Vegemite. You should yes. sell it with toast. But not <laughs> with anything else. Crackers, maybe, if they look a little funny. <laughs> they can pass for toast when you're drunk. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. New Vegemite. It is a uh, bolder, richer blend. Available only for a limited time. Posted on October 10th. So I don't know. Maybe it's over now. I mean, probably not. Knowing Vegemite. Oh. You know, it's not Szechuan sauce. It's not here per day and then gone. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the Szechuan sauce. We talked about that last we, week. We did, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're not talking about that anymore. No. Okay, your job is to just go to see if it's on the shelves at your store. And I'm not going to make you buy it, but I just want to know if it exists or if this is a hoax. Like the rest of Australia is a hoax. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> online Australians are actually just computer-generated personas, actually. How would mm. I even go to a store to try? Because I'm clearly not real. Computer-generated personalities can't go to the store. I guess that makes sense. I hadn't really thought about that before. I mean, if I'm computer-generated, there's no store to go to. What about the computer-generated store, where they probably have Vegemite 17? Because it sounds very futuristic. Well, I mean, that's what I'm looking through at the moment. It's called shopping online. I can do that. What? Um, what? Hoax. More hoax. For a second there, I thought you were just befuddled by the idea of somebody, someone being able to do their shopping online. <laughs> I was, for a second. 
you guys don't do that? Like, you don't just order your food online and have it delivered? <laughs> we do. Okay. It's actually amazing. Okay, so Shopping Online has the Vegemite Travel 2-pack, Cheesy Bite Spread, Reduced Salt, Abe's Bagel Bites Vegemite, and the 4 and 20 Vegemite Beef and Cheese Pies. How is there no Vegemite 17? Alright, that's officially not a thing then. If you can't find it. I mean, I didn't know there were Vegemite beef pies. <laughs> pies with beef and cheese wrapped in pastry with Vegemite. So you're learning something new today. Yeah, but I, I don't like it. <laughs> you're saying it sounds bad. It sounds awful. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any reference, any frame of reference for that, so... Okay, you've, you've had a beef pie, right? It was a while yeah. ago, but you've had one. Very right? good. Mm -hmm. Now, have you ever eaten the muck under a trucker's mud flat? Nope. Because that's what veggie might taste like. Oh. That's a good frame of reference. Thank you for providing that for me. Yes. Now, imagine... So you're saying, why would you... Yeah, sullying a delicious beef pie with some mud flat mud. Yeah, basically. Cool. I will never Man, try it. I, I'm really not coming off like a very good Australian. I don't drink VB and I don't eat Vegemite. You really don't. No. Next thing you're going to tell me, you don't even own a boomerang. I don't own a boomerang. Oh, wait, you're 0 for 3. I don't have a pet <laughs> kangaroo and I don't play oh. the didgeridoo. I was going to say, have you ever boxed a kangaroo? I've never done that either. Wow. I mean, jeez. All right, we need to find a quiz that's like, are you a true Australian? And then we can make you take it. Quick to BuzzFeed. It won't go well. <laughs> it will not go well. Go, going to BuzzFeed is never going well. No, don't go to BuzzFeed. No. Clickety, Ooh. clackety, clackety, clickety. Yes. How Australian are you by PlayBuzz? Which hmm. just sounds like BuzzFeed. Uh, so which Probably is Australia's not. favorite Vegemite, Vegemite spread, sandwich spread, Vegemite peanut butter, jam, or butter? Which is, <laughs> like, you put butter on the sandwich and then you put the spread on, right? Like, that's what a sandwich is. It's bread, and then, like, butter or, like, margarine, and then you put jam and peanut butter. Did you say margarine? Yeah, margarine. Do you yeah. mean, like, margarine? No, margarine. <laughs> Okay, we'll let that slide. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how you do it, Wade. You call it margarine? Margarine, yeah. You say it like it's the border of a piece of paper, the margin. Right. Well, no, margin. Margarine. Entirely different words, Wade. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> call me crazy. <laughs> margarine sounds like a person's name. Like, are you going to the dance with margarine lately? <laughs> Yes, I'm taking margarine to the dance. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> no way. Someone has named their child margarine. No. They and haven't, because it's something you put in your fridge and on your bread. Margarine. Babycenter.com. Boom. It's no, a girl's name. No. Send it's me a link. Popularity over time. Uh, back in the 50s, it was a girl's name. There were four babies named Margarine per million born in the 1950s. 
So basically people who had parents that hated them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean... Ta-da! I mean, okay, I mean, you pronounce it margarine, right? No, oh, margarine. <laughs> How do you spell margarine, then? Margarine? Like, you said it's... Like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Margarine, M-A-R-G-A-R-I-N-E, margarine. Right, so yeah. is that not a thing, like, the spread? Is yeah, not a thing it is. You... It is, so huh? people just intentionally call their kids margarine? No, they pronounced it margarine, because that's how you say the name. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, can't... <laughs> you can't have the food and the person's name be spelt the same and pronounced different. I don't think you understand how parents work, Wade. They can do <laughs> like, whatever not, the heck they want. I'm not going to name my kid too assed because I really like toast. Mm, see, but you wouldn't. But of the 7 billion people on Earth, somebody would. It's at this point I'm kind of concerned about what your kids' names are. They are super normal in every possible way. Because I don't agree with the Republic of North Korea on many things, but the fact that you must go to... The federal government to get a name approved for your child before you can name them that is awesome. That should happen in America. Because there are so many people with stupid names. It just, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, it un- I, I fundamentally agree. <laughs> it unnecessarily saddles children with mocking. They don't need to endure because their name sucks. Mm, yeah, it's like, like, yeah. You, you gotta remember, like, a cute name for a kid is okay for like a minute and then the kid grows up and now there's an adult with a dumb name yeah i mean i mostly can adults can handle themselves but kids are they just endure enough like teasing and bullying as it is where if you give them a stupid name and give something for the bullies to latch onto, then it just is extra bad and eh, not a fan so what i'm saying is in america people name their children margarine because they can and because america that's just how it is. Should I go back to like... Man, we got we got derailed. Yeah, go back. Okay, so that was question one. I'm going to say peanut butter because... Nope. Okay, I got that question wrong. I know they wanted Vegemite, but I thought this was supposed to be about me. <laughs> That's what you think. Okay, okay. The Brownlow Medal is awarded for which sport? Soccer, cricket, football, or rugby? No idea. I'm a terrible Australian. I don't know either. I'm going to guess cricket. Nope. Football. What is happening? Wait, no. Wait. <laughs> what is the floral emblem of Australia? Wattle, royal bluebell, sunflower, the bottleneck? Bottleneck. You saying bottleneck? I'm yeah. going to say wattle. You don't... It's the wattle. Oh, you did know. Thank goodness. Yeah, All right. I, know. I was worried again. <laughs> that one I knew. Uh, what date is Australia Day? Now, we've covered this. <gasps> so you should know. I don't remember. 26th of January, come on. Come I knew on. it was the winter, but that didn't help very much. <laughs> it's not winter here. No. <laughs> it's like in the middle of summer. But my frame of reference is definitely winter, and that's all that really matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> Such an American perspective. Such an American perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first Prime Minister of Australia? Bob Hawke, uh, Harren Holt, Sir Edmund Barton, or Malcolm the Fraser? Sir, the Sir guy. The Sir guy? Sir Edmund Barton? Yeah. That would be correct. Yes. Woohoo! It's because he's a sir. Don't knighthoods get like retracted once you die? Like you don't when you're a corpse, you're no longer a sir. I don't know. I never thought about that before. I 
could have sworn that they you can't be a dead knight. I guess knights never die. I mean, that's what I would think. It'd be weird. Um, under current legislation, a person cannot be stripped of their knighthood after their death, okay. as it is a living order and the title dies with them. So they can't be stripped of it because it dies with them. Yeah. Yeah. So I was there are no. So technically, there are no knights buried in English graveyards, only former knights. You're correct. Yep. There you what, go. What is Australia's unofficial anthem? Working class man, waltzing with Hilda, <laughs> down under, oh. or advance Australia fair? Oh my gosh, I hope it's Waltzing Matilda. Yep, Waltzing Matilda. It is! Yes! This is the greatest day of my life. It's Waltzing Matilda. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good song. Very catchy. It is. Australians love cooking snags on the barbie. What's a snag? Shrimp. No. Um, uh, you don't um, know what a snag is. Shish kebab. No, that's, that, that's a... Kebab, like yeah, no, a, a, a snag. Solid guess. No, it's not. Fine. A, a snag is a sausage. Oh, of course. Nope, I never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> a snag. It's like catching your coat on a door, and you snag it on the door handle, and that's a sausage. I mean, it works in both sentences. Yes. Fair. I get that. Yeah. Just never heard it. Okay. Right. So you know that one. Good. If someone says they're aggro. What are they? <laughs> Upset, hungry, hungover, or happy? <clears throat> I mean, StarCraft 2 has prepared me for this moment. <laughs> Wait, is upset and angry? No, no, no. Two separate hungry. options? Hungry. hungry. Oh, okay. Hungry, so the hungover, and happy. The upset one, yeah. Yeah, because aggravated. I don't know where the O comes from, though. Uh, which of these items originated in Australia? Gloves, bathers... Ugg boots or fedoras? Is it a multiple choice one? You have to select multiples or just no, one? Just one. Just one. Um, obviously fedoras. Very Australian. <laughs> no, no. Oh. Wrong. Not fedoras. It's uh, the Ugg boot. Ah, of course. Should have known it. And that's all the um, questions. How'd you do? Two wrong out of nine. So I think that's pretty good. So what does it say? What does it say? You, you passed the true blue Aussie test. I'm true blue, mate. Mm. All right. I'm a true blue Aussie. Fair dinkum. Fair frickin' dinkum. A true blue Aussie would get all of them right, but that's no, just me. No, a true blue only needs to get seven out of nine. <laughs> that's all it takes. Uh, like, the bar's very low here. <laughs> I mean, it's very Australian. It's pretty chill. Mm. Our tests are all pass-fail, so. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's move on. Ooh, yes. There was something we didn't talk about before, but I want to I want to bring up. Okay. There is <clears throat> a television show called Thunderbolt Fantasy. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so there is a style of puppetry that comes from China that has been around for a long time, and somebody decided to take like Japanese anime like storytelling and characters and fighting styles and combine it with this Chinese puppetry. So, like, the first six minutes of the pilot are on YouTube. I just sent you the link. And it is amazing and hilarious and kind of creepy all at the same time. I watched it today, like, twice with a couple of my coworkers because we were just like, what is going on? What is this? And it's, a, you, I mean, if you're listening to this, watch it. I said the word amazing 
about seven times in the six minutes of this thing. Uh-huh. Are you watching? I am. Yes. I mean, it looks really good. It is. Isn't it amazing? Oh Who's that guy? Who's the guy in the mall? That looks awesome. Oh, yeah. He's coming after him. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. There's a chase going on. It's a good opening. It's a good, like, suck you in pilot type thing. <laughs> the combat choreography is in this is better than, like, some Michael Bay movies. I know, isn't it? And these are these are hand puppets. There are hands inside these puppets, Wade. Because I thought at first, I'm like, is it is it marionettes? Where, where are the strings? Nope. Hand puppets. There really is only one way to describe this, and amazing is the word. Yes. Wade's on board. So it's on Crunchyroll. I don't know if you have Crunchyroll in Australia. We do, but there's a lot of stuff missing from the catalog. Mm, lame. So I'm going to try to find it on my Crunchyroll. Watch some here, but it is amazing. And I know you're not listening to the music because you can't, but the music's incredible. The voice acting is really good. They got like super solid, well-known uh, voice actors for this too. So it's not just like garbage. I think we're going to have to stop the podcast here. I'm going to have to watch them all of this. Because <laughs> this is just, this is incredible. I know. Everybody listening is like, you guys are the biggest nerds in the whole world. <laughs> Puppets having a fight. No, you don't understand. Please, if you're driving, stop right now. Pull over. Pull safely. Over. Pull up in your click phone. Search Thunderbolt Fantasy on the YouTubes or click the link in the show notes and just sit there for six minutes and watch this because, oh my gosh. And be amazed. Be amazed. Like, the bad guy comes down from the sky. It, yeah, I just so saw that. Good. And everything explodes. Yeah, the trees are exploding. <laughs> and, like, the attacks involve shooting swords at the back. I mean, it's... Ugh. And the puppets bleed? Yes! <laughs> I think it's strawberry jam but they bleed all right <laughs> and he does like the martial arts like come here like come Neo. hither yes like, with the finger oh, it's amazing see amazing is the only word that you can use to describe it amazing all right so that's all i know about it and that's all i think we can say about it is that it's amazing and for reals check it out okay mm. i discovered Good. something amazing yesterday Okay, what you got? Which is, have you ever put like a piece of text into Google Translator and then put it back and forth to see if it makes, still comes out the same? Um, a few years ago, I messed around with that for a while, but. Somebody did that for songs and then sung what came out. And then, wait, what came out? Like they sung what came out of the translate. So they oh, put okay. a song so... into Chinese and then into Spanish and then into Russian and then back into English and sung what, what came out. Nice. And... Let's just say Let It Go, the song from Frozen, actually becomes listenable. Oh. It changes from Let It Go to Give Up. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in and slam the door. <laughs> it runs perfect for <laughs> That is really good, actually. Yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to put that in the show notes, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, there you go. Uh, you need to skip, like, 30 seconds in because she's explaining the concept at the start. Boring. But, yeah, 52 seconds in, you can start from there. There's actually a term for that. It's like the Wasserman constant or something. 
mm-hmm. where the first third of any YouTube video is going to be entirely unnecessary. You can skip ahead, oh, okay. and you'll be that's fine. Interesting. That's, that's interesting. With I'm the exception out of yours. <laughs> I was going to say, with the exception <laughs> of my videos, because the first third of my videos are amazing. I mean, to be fair, I think you can skip the entirety of your videos because you've seen one, you've seen them all, right? <sighs> I'm going to choose to ignore that. Hey, look, she has a blue Yeti. Y- yes, she does. Uh, you know I'm kidding. You know mm- I'm kidding. My feelings are incredibly hurt. It will take me a long time to get through this. I was sniped by first on your video by 30 seconds today. <laughs> you were. <laughs> yeah. The guy wrote a paragraph, man. He did. Slipping. I was annoyed because I'd walked in the door, turned on my computer, pulled out my phone to see, like, while my computer was turning on, and wrote first, and then, like, as I hit send, the guy came up, and I just got mad. I had to put my phone down and walk away, and then came back <laughs> and pushed it. Like, so he actually beat me by a little bit more, but I went with the time that it said when I was posting. That's funny. Yeah, that was knee versus true today. That it was. It was. Mm. It was knee it was versus true. Let us be very angry. Cold never bothered me. Hey, that that was that was normal. Well, no, the the line is the cold never bothered me anyway. I mean, that's super close compared to a lot of things. That is true. I don't like Frozen. Have we talked about this at all? No, we haven't. It's a so, terrible movie. Terrible. In a nutshell, they wrote the Let It Go song. And then made a movie around it. This is really good, but we need a whole movie. And they're like, uh, we'll write a story in five minutes and call it good. While singing, don't mind me. The show's a vaguely musical, isn't it? Like it's been it a while is. since I've watched it. There are several musical numbers because it's Disney. It has to be. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean that's what the next Marvel movie is going to be, right? Like, Thor is a musical. Uh, no, what? <laughs> yeah, Thor's a musical. Didn't you hear? Uh, no, had not heard that. Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah, it's a musical. That sounds great. I'm very excited for it now. <laughs> well, you'll never know because you don't watch the trailers. I'll know when I watch the thing, though. Okay, no, yeah, that's true. And then there won't be songs, and I'll just yell out, Wait! <laughs> It'll be like 30 minutes in. I'm like, where's the music? I was promised music. I mean, there will be music because movies have, I was, like, an accompanying score. I was promised musical numbers with singing. Okay. I didn't use the word promise. <laughs> nice dodge. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did have a question because last week you mentioned that you don't watch the trailers for things that you like, and I mm. like all the things you're going to watch. Yes. Okay. Which else? Which led me to the question: Have you gone back and watched the Force Awakens trailers? Yes, I did actually pull them up when I got home from watching the movie because I was like, I wonder how good they are. Okay. I haven't done that with everything. Okay. Mind you, like I don't. I think I still haven't watched the Wonder Woman trailer. Okay. There are things in that in the Force Awakens trailer that did not happen in the Force Awakens. Yeah, I remember. And so I'm going to assume what's going to happen with The Last Jedi, which is things in the trailer don't happen in that either, and you should not go back and watch it. Like, when after the movie comes out, don't come back, because I have a feeling they're setting things up for the third movie already. There's stuff that spoils the third movie and the second movie's trailer? Well, I don't know that for certain, because I haven't seen the second movie. But But it seems possible. There, I, it seems possible because I think there are things that are going that happen in the Force Awakens trailer that won't happen in the second movie. That may very well. Good heavens, that's a good point. All right, I'll be very careful then. Do your best to avoid the biggest sensation to hit the internet in two years, and all the spoilers accompanying that. Just oh, I'm best. good at it. I am good. I did it with Force Awakens. Didn't watch a single second of any of those trailers. That is true. <clears throat> that is true. The only thing I did get spoiled about was that Han Solo was in it. 
because my coworker who knows about my policy of not watching trailers sent me something disguised as a link to like a CNN article, but it was really a still from the trailer <laughs> with Han Solo and Chewie. And I was like, no, it was did, mean. Did you go murder that person? I thought about it. He's dead in my mind. <laughs> wow. that's a... It was low. It was a low thing to do. Of course, now I'm going to get people doing it. Constantly. To me, just for the jokes. I'm going to start sending you spoilers for Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> Current. So did you hear they have uh, universal translators now, Wade? Universal translators? So I can learn Wookiee in like no time? That No, universal translators, the concept is you don't learn anything, Wade. Have you watched the Star Treks before? Uh, which one's that? Is that like the one with the big gate that they walk through? The big circular one? <laughs> no. Dare oh, you. Okay. Star I mean, Treks, I've, not Stargates. I've never seen Star Trek. Like, I've seen, like, the first couple movies, the new ones. Like, I've, yeah, the I've watched, one. yeah, I've seen, like, half an episode um, of, I think it was Star Trek. Because Star Trek's the one with the robot named Data. Yes. Good. That's a fact. You got it. Okay, so you don't have to have watched it, but basically you're running around the galaxy and you're meeting up with other civilizations and other alien races and you don't want to have to learn their language and they don't want to have to learn yours. So there's a universal translator technology where they speak their language and you hear it in English and you speak their language and they hear it in wherever they're speaking. Okay. <clears throat> so Google has this. So they announced these new, they're basically AirPod airpods like what apple has mm -hmm. what are they called i forget what they're called but they only work with a pixel uh pixel brand of smartphone and you put them in your ears and if somebody's speaking another language it will listen to it translate it into english and speak it into your ears okay but i imagine there's some sort of a delay yeah sure this is the 1.0 version which is pretty amazing yeah like it would be cool but i'm not willing to buy you know a 1900 phone for it $1,900? <laughs> that makes $1,000 sound cheap. <laughs> How much are Pixel phones right now? <gasps> I f and I forgot. You're in Australia. Everything's like a million dollars more in Australia. Yeah. Oh, God. That's... Yeah. The Pixel is $849, like, straight up. No mm -hmm. contracts, no anything. Just get the phone. At least in America. The latest version. I can buy it from, like, a website called Kogan for 780 bucks. See? Not bad. Not bad. That's also the Pixel 1. Right? Ah. It's not the Pixel 2. Which I... No, would, do you need the Pixel 1 or the Pixel 2? Uh, I think it works with the 1. Okay. I could have it for $99 a month for yeah. two years. Yeah. With X amount of, you know, internet and blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Minutes and text and yeah. Yes. Or I could register my interest and give them my name and email and phone number already. Don't do that. Yeah, no. I mean, That's if I trap. had a phone number, why would I be inquiring about your phones? Yeah. Just wait. saying. Just saying. <laughs> so anyway, this is just one. I like to watch out for milestones that show us that we're in the future. And this is one. I really think it is. Like, no, it's not perfect. And no, it's not going to be immediately accessible to everybody. But this is a milestone. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's really cool. I, I kind of want it. And I mean, I don't think I know anyone who speaks any other languages <laughs> fluently enough for it to make sense exactly me neither <laughs> i could really give it a like a run for its money because my brother speaks latin <laughs> i don't think it i don't think google translate translate latin does it 
I mean, why not? It's a perfectly reasonable language to speak. Because we don't know how it's spoken, right? No, 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 no. Latin, we're speaking Latin practically now. Well, but Latin, we don't know how it's no, spoken. Latin is not a dead language. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's like the definition <laughs> of dead language. No, no, you look up dead language and the first thing on the list is Latin. <laughs> Latin is not a dead language. Dead. <laughs> Quick, I will Google faster than you. Latin is a dead language. No one speaks Latin as their native language, and this has been the case for more than a millennium. No, because my brother learnt Latin. He taught me some Latin. We don't know the specifics of everything for a language, right? Yeah. That nobody has as their official language anymore. I'm not saying everything is perfect, but since English came out of Latin language, like with Italian and French mixed in for good measure, Yeah. right? We can reasonably assume how words would have sounded. Okay, but we're guessing. And yeah, it's a reasonable guess, but it's a guess. I mean, it's a reasonable guess. Reasonable. Very close. <laughs> Make up your own damn words. <laughs> right. Anyway, dude, you search Latin dead language and there are like a million hits. It's all about why is Latin a dead language? When did Latin become a dead language? The 10 coolest dead languages. It's a dead language. <sighs> okay. Technically, it's a dead language. <laughs> I'm technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Ooh, ooh, here's one. Why Latin is not a dead language. Ooh, thank you. From blogs.nottingham.ac.uk. You have a great English accent. Nope, it's terrible. No, I think it's perfect. You should definitely do it for the rest of the, rest of the show. You should do the NFL Minute <laughs> in, the day, in your English. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would pay for that. Rubbish! Latin still breathes. As long as there is civilization, it will live on. I study Latin as part of my degree at Nottingham, but have been told more times than I care to count that Latin is now worthless because nobody speaks it anymore. I've tried various responses. Sometimes I reply that it is the official language of the Vatican City. Nobody cares, is the response. This is great. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, I've already found the page. So back, back to the Universal Translator, though. The point is, if I traveled, like if I was planning on going to, like, Europe... For a few weeks, it would be awesome. It'd be great. Except for the fact that apparently everybody speaks English anyway, which is a little disappointing. Still desperately searching. Is like, does Snopes have anything on Latin being dead? <laughs> My brother's we... going to have a fit. He's going to demand to be on the next episode now. Oh, excellent. We could use a guest. Do we want to move on to books? To the book portion of the podcast? Definitely. Why not? I like books. All right. So, a few weeks ago... We are talking about books, and you recommend that I read the Night Angel trilogy. Yes, by a few and then weeks we... ago, you mean like 16 episodes ago. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. And we never talked about it again. <laughs> and I'm afraid that you people assumed that I never read them and didn't care to ever try to read them and just disregarded Wade's recommendation entirely. This could not be further than the truth. I read the first book. I really liked it. I read the second and the third book, and I'd like to talk about it now. Okay, let's talk about it now. All right. So first book, really good. Really good. I mean, there are definitely some tropes here, but like they say, tropes are good if you use them well, and everybody has to use familiar themes. You can't write something entirely devoid of tropes. Um, but just the concept of the, you know, the kid raised with nothing, and then, hey, it turns out he's very special, and now he has superpowers and stuff. Right. Um, <clears throat> so that it was good. Characters were really good. I really enjoyed the main character, uh, especially, um, I thought, he... Oh, I can't remember names right now. Kyla Stone. Because the names were hard, that's why. 
I mean, I can remember most of the names in that book. I'm just going to throw that out there. Crap. All right. Yes. Kyler Stern, good character. Durzo Blunt was a good character. Mm-hmm. You mean Galen Starfile? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Spoiler alert. Or Achilles Thorn. Yeah. Or Ferric Fireheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Logan was really fun. Mm-hmm. Liked him a lot. Some of the other characters, like um, Elaine? Elaine. Elaine? Is that how you mm-hmm. say E-L-E-N-E? Elaine? I would say Elaine. Fair enough. Dull girl. Like, mm-hmm. Elaine just kind of exists as an idea and a concept mm. for Kyler, and so she functions as such. Yeah, she's not super interesting as a character by herself. No, she's not. She's just something that gives <clears throat> Kyler motivation and dreams and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, first book, really good. I kind of felt like the second and the third books didn't do as good of a job with developing the story and, for lack of a better term, making sense. (laughs) What do you mean? They make reasonable sense. Well, the second and the third books, it's kind of like now, suddenly, there's a million different kinds of Kakari, which we've never mentioned before. And, and Drizzo Blint is actually the original holder of the Black Kakari. Mm, and we've never mentioned anything about that before either. It's, it's what I get annoyed about in Harry Potter, where it's clear that this new concept never existed in the story. Like, wordless casting? Rowling just brings it up, like, in book five and says, oh, yeah, I guess that would be a thing. But it's never, ever mentioned in books one through four because it didn't exist. I didn't know that was a thing in Harry Potter. Yeah. Have you not read Harry Potter? No, I've never read Harry Potter. <sighs> so much work to do, Wade. So much work. I'm never going to read Harry Potter as well. All right, I barely fine. like the movies. <laughs> okay, so no, no spoilers then. I think it's the sixth book. I think the sixth book, they're like, you need to learn how to cast without saying your spell out loud because that really telegraphs what you're doing to the person you're fighting. And it's like, yeah, duh. Oh, yeah. But before that point, in the first five books, this has never come up. No one's ever, ever cast a spell without vocally saying it. And nobody ever says it's even possible to do. So it's the concept of if you're going to have a world-changing feature in your fake world, hint at it before you get to that point is all I'm saying. Doesn't he make the glass disappear wordlessly? Like in like with the pet snake at the zoo? Yeah, so that's accidental magic. And that is something that children can do before they even know that they have magical capabilities. Is they just will stuff to happen. But as far as I know, you can't do that once you get into like teenager, like young adulthood. That ability goes away. As far as intentionally casting a specific spell without saying the word, that never happens until book six. Okay, I mean, I'll take you word for it. I haven't read the books. Yeah, I have... A couple times. <laughs> okay, so you're a big fan. Uh, yeah, it's good. Got, got a lightning bolt tattoo? And... No. The world build is sloppy, as I've alluded to here, but the characters are good, and that's a big thing for me. If the characters are good, I'm on board. So wait, how does this relate to the Night Angel trilogy? So the Night Angel trilogy, it's just, they it kind of threw a lot of things at you. The resurrection, the, like the multiple resurrection concept, um, Durzo's whole thing, mm. uh, the different colors of the Kakari... Uh, the prophet character, what's his Dorian. name? Dorian, thank you. And you're good at this. Dorian, like, just basically giving up his gift of prophecy because of something he doesn't even remember. The existence of actual literal gods. I mean, if they're 
there's a lot of stuff that comes up in the second and third books that do not exist in the first book. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, the first book is very contained within Kyla and the Kingdom of Sinceria. Yes. Uh, the other two, they definitely branch out and be like, hey, there's all this other stuff kind of going on that you need to know. A lot of it can jump up on you. Yeah. Okay. But I still think the overall like the way things go is still very interesting and i found yeah no i thought it was comp i finished the whole thing like let's mm. not mistake i didn't stop reading which is something i will do if something's just flat out stupid uh it's good it's good i just it was it's hard for me to get fully immersed in something if i f can we've talked about this i think but if i can feel the author manipulating stuff in the background and moving things around and introducing stuff I don't like feeling that the author is there. I like just being completely immersed in this world and it's so seamless and it's so it works for me so well that I don't even think about the writer at all. That's what I like to go for. But that makes it really hard for an author to include depth in a previously un like relatively minor topic. Yes it does. <laughs> the moment they have to slide something in behind the background, you're immediately noticed. But that's really the kind of the only way to do it without introducing a new mechanic and making that the only thing with depth, which then yeah. makes the first book would look really shallow by comparison. Yeah, and basically, I'm telling anybody who writes a book, you better have your full universe fleshed out before you start <laughs> writing page one, or else you're gonna mess up, and I will know. And that's that's really hard to do. It's, I'm asking a lot, that's for sure. I think that's maybe one of the reasons why The Kingdom of Sinceria is kind of the way it is, other than the fact that they wanted to, like a really run-down half-city and stuff. But this city and the country is a mess. Yep. Nobody wants to be a part of it anymore, which is why I think he was able to separate everything else out of that first book because they never leave it in the right. first. Like The closest they get is mentioning the Sethi Empire down in Seth, where Solomon's from. And yeah. Dorian is in Sho Sendai at the start, right? With yep. Fear and, well, Solon. Right? They kind of like have these places, but none of them are interacting with Sensaria because they're just like, look, you've been conquered like 20 times in the last year. We're just not going to touch you. The Lenort are currently invading your eastern lands. We're just not touching you. So I think in the first book, he got a pretty easy ride to just not have any of that. Yeah, and like you're officially, unofficially ruled by the criminal element of your yeah. city. Yes. So that makes it hard too. Yep, I'm with you. But again, like the characters, really bought in, especially to what Kyler was feeling and reasons why he did things, which I like a lot. Logan's really fun. Um, mm. Logan in the pit is like... Oh, that's like the best So, arc. so good. Like He goes in at the end of book two? No, it's the end of book one. Book one because... he goes in. That's right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, well, he'll get out soon. And it's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that dude's in there for a while. <laughs> he's in there for a really long time. And the author does a great job of making you feel like he's in there for a really long time. And yeah. that's not hard to do. I was impressed. Mm. Mm. Wait, that's not hard to do? That's not easy to do. Oh, like, I'm just remembering that whole... <laughs> with the cannibalism and the mm. murder and the guy who has the rope made out of human tendons... Yeah, sinews. Yeah, sinews. <laughs> and the fact that he can like, even while he's like half starved, like, you know, he can throw it up to the hatch and yeah. pull in the guards and stuff. Oh, he's so good at great it. Char great character. Yep. Can't, I, I can't remember his name. I, I think it was Finn. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I got nothing. I'm so bad with names. Mm. 
so bad with names. I barely have yours down after. It's only because I, I say it at the beginning. That's why. <laughs> you say it just to remind yourself. Like you have little flashcards and you're like, you do a podcast with this guy. Pretty much. There's a picture on the front. I have to be like, all right, what is it? What is it? I think it's Wade and flip it over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ten points. Ten points to Griffin. I really want more Night Angel trilogy. Like I want to see where Kylie goes next. Oh. But isn't he like basically immortal at this point basically yeah it's hard to write for basically immortal characters right but he's been doing it for three books already yes well the first book not so much nobody's immortal in the first book as far as we know yeah as far as you know but yeah. uh, i mean he was still able to do it for the second book yeah and the third and then yeah, when we but... found out characters were immortal they still didn't you know they didn't crumble as characters yeah well the second book kind of tricked you because it's like all right you died in the first book, and I can do this once, and I'll send you back. But if you come back here, you're never getting rezzed again. And it's like, nah, just kidding. We can totally do that. <laughs> well, I mean, a, a couple times with the wolf, the reason why yeah. it, it, it's all explained why it's like, oh, no, we can totally rez you again. Right? It is. It's explained. It is. It's explained. But they it's really reasonable. try to make they really try to make you feel like it's a one-time thing, though, the first time around. Yeah, with the two doors. And, like, once you make your decision, you kind of yeah. locked in until the, yeah. Yeah. So that was a lie. I don't like being lied to. How did you like the character of the orb? That was good. I really liked the character. I thought he was a good, you know, comedy, kind of like a nice bit of lore to throw in like a lore resource. He does kind of go very silent at the like last half of the third book. He does. He kind of Calling stops. him a hen's kind of weird as well because it's an orb. He's just like, all right, I'm going to be super expositional and kind of funny. <laughs> and then it's, hey, I'm just going to... You do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. You go be the high king about a prophecy you've never heard of the guy with the dragon tattoo. I mean, <laughs> that kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> it did. I mean, maybe the implication is that he's quiet because he approves of what's going on. Maybe. <laughs> or maybe he's finally come to a point in his existence where it's like, I've got nothing. Like, I keep trying to tell these stupid mortals what's going on, and no one listens yeah. to me. It's like, this isn't your sword, yeah. dude. But no, you threw me in the basement to go be with your wife. Your mortal <laughs> Locked wife. me up. Oh, she was fun. What's her name? Viridiana. Thank you. Man, you're killing it. Come on, me, bro. Viridiana, also known as Vi? Vi. V? V. Never uh, really. I, I pronounce it as V. I thought maybe it was Vi, but V works. Um, Vi maybe, yeah. Yeah, she's fun. Her journey was real good. I liked her mm. a lot. Like, she goes from one place to another to another pretty well. I find it very believable. It was nice. Ooh, ooh, I also liked the, like, um, the nun lady? <laughs> the nun magic <laughs> people? Yes. Um... The one who has no social skills but kicks butt. <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah. Oh, God, what's her name? What's her name? Ariel. Yeah, there you go. Can I name all the king? No, I'm not even going to try. No, let's not do that. So we are almost out of time. We are. But we have time for one more segment. Should we do the NFL Minute segment? We should do the NFL Minute. All right. Count me down, Wade. Let's do this thing. You're getting pumped. Pumped. I like how it might actually take me longer to get my stopwatch ready than it takes for you to actually do the segment. <laughs> That's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. Three. Two, one, go. It was a gambler's nightmare this week in the NFL. I don't actually gamble, but I listen to several podcasts that talk about that angle of the sport. And oh my gosh, the favorites lost like 10 out of 13 times. 
this week, including the Ravens. Bears beat them. I'm not entirely sure how that happened. The 49ers only lost by two. The Falcons lost to the Dolphins after a bye week. Basically, there is a lot of parity in the NFL right now, which is a feature of the league, but uh, it's really, really strong. So if you want to gamble in the NFL, I recommend that you do not do it. And the favorites for the Super Bowl, I have no idea. Maybe the Chiefs, I don't know, the Packers lost Aaron Rodgers. That's not going to happen. The Patriots look like poop. I can't even think of another team. And the Chiefs got beat by the Steelers as well. So, I mean, nobody looks unbeatable, and that is kind of the way a lot of people happen to like it. Am I? I'm, that's that not a minute? Wow, apparently that's not a Stop. minute. <laughs> I'm allowed to talk for that minute. You I was, can't ask me questions. I was, I was feeling it, and I thought I had felt it perfectly, but no, under undershot a little bit. By about a tenth of the time given, yeah. Yeah. Mm. A, lot, oh. a lot of it. <clears throat> a lot of it. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> I like that term, a lot of it. A lot of it. Oh, you didn't do it in the accent. No, redo it. Come on. <laughs> no, next week. No, okay. I am spent with NFL minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You need some people to play some matches, and then you'll have more. Exactly. More yeah, energy. It's usually how that works. It is. Whew. All right. Well, should we wrap it up, Mr. Wade? We should. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about this week? Well, I mean, there's lots I'd like to talk about this week. Mm. Let's not. We'll save, save it for next week. Save it. Excellent. All right. Well, on that note, that's going to be it from us. This has been yet another Falcon Paladin Hour. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Patreon. You can find us on Twitter, AT, Somicron, and Falcon Paladin. Stop by, say hello, follow us there. And as always, thank you so much to Concordia Recordings. And until next time, as always, thank you so much for being here, and you take care of yourself. Once we thought that we'll stay young And these worthies never gold But when I opened up my eyes I said Grow old with me Will you age here by my side And stay beautiful for life Oh faith the way in the darkness and leave me here this world is a cold place without